You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin. We are in the beautiful sun here in Scottsdale, enjoying the beautiful weather. There's so many places during the months of fall and during all winter long that are nice and cold here in Scottsdale. Perfectly warm and sunny. We're sitting here at the beautiful Fairmont Scottsdale Princess out on our balcony broadcasting to you. Besides the sun, there are a lot of other great things to do around here. We're actually overlooking the PGA golf course, looking at people with their the cute little caddies all in their white running around the courses. Quite cute. Jeff is hoping that he actually can have a personal caddy for the rest of this trip. That would be nice. We've had such a great time here in Scottsdale. We've been running around, seeing the old town, going to restaurants, enjoying the spas, staying here at this beautiful resort and checking out some of the other hotels and accommodations you can do while you're here in the city. There's also not too far from here, Sedona. A lot of people talk about Sedona. It's about an hour and a half away, the beautiful red rocks in Sedona. But there's so much to do right here in Scottsdale. We're going to be spending our show talking all about Scottsdale. We have interviews coming up with Valerie Lee from the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess. Chef Michael Bowen from one of the local restaurants here, the Roaring Fork. We will also be talking with Brennan Evans, who is the spa director at Willow Stream Spa. We have so much for you on today's show. Make sure that you stay tuned. Also, you can check us out on our website, TravelBrigade.com. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade or like us on Facebook. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin here at the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess in the beautiful city of Scottsdale. Sunny city, I might add. The sun has been out here every day. It's been beautiful every day, hitting into the 70s. Just couldn't be more perfect. We've got a lot to tell you about, but before we do that, we first need to do Hot Topics and Travel. What do you have today for Hot Topics? Happy anniversary. To moi? (laughs) Well, yes, but to... To the show? To the show, but also to (laughs) travel destinations. One Ah. thing that can be really fun is when a particular destination has an anniversary to celebrate and they have a reason to, you know, throw a party. Yeah, I'm all about parties. I got this from USA Today, three that they pointed out that are coming up in 2014. One is the 150th anniversary of Yosemite National Park. Beautiful. One is the 200th anniversary of the Star-Spangled Banner being written in Baltimore Harbor. Oh, very nice. And one that really caught my eye was the 25th anniversary of the Berlin Wall coming down. Berlin. And this is something I can remember as being a major event in my lifetime. And in the Gosh, it's been 25 years. Hard to believe. In November, they're going to have the seven and a half miles where the wall used to be. They're going to have illuminated helium balloons lining that whole thing. Wow. We haven't been to Berlin. I'm feeling a need. Here's reason to go. There you go. And, you know, places are always celebrating anniversaries of one sort or another. So when you're going to look for some place, you know, check out who's maybe got a big party coming up. That's true. Happy anniversary to us. Even though it's not our anniversary, I just like saying that. But that is a really good reason. There's a lot of things that that will come. It won't be on your radar. But when you see someone's having a big celebration, that's a good reason to go. Good job. 
We've got a lot more to tell you about Scottsdale. Coming up, we've got an interview with Valerie Lee, who is with the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess. She's going to talk a little bit about the resort and also why Scottsdale is such a great place to visit and all the activities there are to do here in Scottsdale. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with Jeff Griffin sitting in the sun in Scottsdale. We just left snow in our very lovely home, 15 degrees one time, two days ago, 30 degrees when we left. I'm in heaven, not just because of the weather, but I'm sitting here at the beautiful Fairmont Scottsdale Princess. We are enjoying ourselves. We're in a beautiful resort, sitting in a beautiful room that overlooks the lagoon and enjoying all the amenities here. It's been very difficult for us to get our other work done and go enjoy the other parts of Scottsdale because we keep getting pulled back here. (laughs) It's beautiful. One thing I love about the Fairmont is you can go anywhere and expect that certain level of service that you get at Fairmont, but they give it that local touch. Here we're kind of spread out in the desert over 65 acres on this resort, and we've been at other Fairmonts where they have an ambassador dog. Now, we are not brand ambassadors. I always tell people that because they laugh because we talk about the Fairmonts. We love the Fairmonts. Right. We want to be. We're just... <laughs> anyway, we've been other places where they have a dog, like at, at Boston, the Katie Copley. Yes. And, and uh, there's one up in Quebec. There's yes. a, a mountain dog. A Bernie's mountain dog. Here they have Cecil the Desert Tortoise. That's true. So they've taken that Fairmont brand and then put it locally here. That's true. We're having so much fun here in Scottsdale. But what's really interesting, and we're going to talk a little bit with Valerie Lee. She's here with uh, Fairmont talking a little bit about why it is such a big winter destination for people to come here. And looking out in the sun and sitting here in 72-degree weather, you know why. Valerie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about why people come here, obviously for the weather, but all the other things there are to do here and some of their options when they come here. Well, Kathleen and Jeff, thank you for joining us. And guess what? I'm a native Phoenician, so I guess I would say I'm a little spoiled by the sunshine and uh, I'll go by the pool and I might be in a turtleneck and everybody is soaking up the sun at 75 degrees, so it is kind of funny. But, you know, it is the, it's truly the Sonoran Desert. You just, right in our own backyard, there are hundreds of years old saguaros that are truly spectacular, blooming in spring. There are golf courses. There is just hikes nearby that are literally outside the door, our um, doorstep, that you can really easily explore the desert. Um, we have wonderful museums um, from the Frank Lloyd Wright's Taliesin West to our new MIM, the Musical Instrument Museum, which is spectacular. Um, great shopping. Um, there is just, um, depending on what your interests are, there is really something for everyone. And then there are day trips, you know, whether it's Sedona, Tucson, and the outlying areas. So there is just a lot to do and enjoy in the spectacular. Southwest. Valerie, tell us about some of the top attractions here in Scottsdale. And when people come to stay, what are the things that are on their to-do list? When you're enjoying uh, the outdoors in Scottsdale, I think that people just truly want to be outside. You'll notice here at the Princess, we have a lot of even fire pits in the great weather because people just, how you know, they love the uh, ability to sit outdoors and whether it's roast a marshmallow, have a cocktail, that sort of thing, depending on the time of year. But also uh, during the day, you know, kind of going through the year on the calendar year, the Barrett-Jackson Auto Auction is a classic car auction that's very high end in January. Well, a signature event also here in the Valley is the Waste Management Phoenix Open. This is the creme de la creme 
of golf tournaments. About 500,000 people come to this tournament over uh, the course of a week and right in our own backyard. It is on the stadium course, and it really is a spectacular tournament. And then also being in Scottsdale, another uh, signature event that's also right in our own backyard, we're so lucky to be in such a great uh, destination and location, is the Arabian Horse Show. Many people come out to see these beautiful, beautiful horses. What a rich history Scottsdale has um, with Arabian horses. So that's also at Westworld. And then it goes into March, which is spring training. Fifteen teams are in the Cactus League, now even uh, larger than the, the Florida teams. So we have all these terrific ball fields all around the greater Phoenix metropolitan area. So you can hop, uh, whether it's a San Francisco Giants game to the Cubs and back and forth. There are a lot of great games to be shown and seen. And then it goes into culinary festivals. And then it comes to summertime where there's even more activities um, as the temperature rises and the rates drop. Because guess what? Everyone's at the pool anyhow. So we have lots of, here in the Princess in particular, fireworks and barbecues and zip lines and all kinds of good stuff. And then in the fall season, um, there's even more events as well. So at any time, of the year, you're going to have a great time in Scottsdale. Speaking of this beautiful Fairmont Princess, we've been here and there is so much to do. There's spas, there's restaurants, there's this amazing special little thing that only people of Fairmont know called Fairmont Gold. Tell us a little bit about the resort, things to do, and tell us what's so special about Fairmont Gold. The Fairmont Gold Lounge uh, is something that each Fairmont has, and here at the Scottsdale Princess, it is a lovely hideaway as well, where it's just a spot where you can have a more, even more personalized service, a quiet getaway. There is um, breakfast every morning. Um, there's an honor bar and um, you know canapes and that sort of thing in the afternoon. So it's a place where you might want to come watch something on the big screen TV. You might see Tim or Kristen or one of the staff here that would easily just print you a boarding pass, whatever um, added services and amenities you might need. It's a, a nice little hideaway. And then also at Fairmont Gold Lounge, there are certain benefits that come with being in the Fairmont Gold Lounge. So be sure to ask about those, whether you know it's um, complimentary admittance to our world-class spa, parking, those kinds of things. So there's definitely added benefits that come with it. And at the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess, uh, we're on 65 acres, and that is a uh, it's really a special place that's really designed after um, the Spanish colonial mission look, where it's very wonderful sprawling, but by the same token, if you need a lift, our billing will come get you and give you a ride. But um, it has five sparkling pools, a world-class restaurants by Michael Mina and Richard Sandoval. Um, we also have wildlife, um, fishing, hiking nearby, world-class tennis, and well and being at Willow Stream Spa. And if you have the kids, we have the Trailblazers Kids Club. So they have activities um, morning and afternoon all year long that's complimentary. I think I'm going to go to the kids club today myself. I'm having a little fun. So whatever activity you'd like to do, you'll, I'm sure you'll find it here at the Princess. Valerie, thank you so much for spending time with us, and thank you for being such a lovely host here at the Fairmont. When we come back, we'll be talking about more things in Scottsdale, some dining, some spa, and some other great things. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade or check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade.
welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here at the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess in the beautiful sun, sitting out on our balcony, looking over the pool. It's so beautiful. We are having such a great time here today. The resort, as we were talking about, there are so many things to do. We have hit the pools. We have hit the spas. We have hit the restaurants. We have hit the cactus gardens. There is so much to do here. This is what you would call a resort-type accommodation. There are obviously accommodations in town that meet different needs. A couple of things that we were noticing, we went to a couple other hotels while we're here. If you're looking for more of a downtown boutique hotel, there's the Hotel Indigo, which is right downtown. They've got a rooftop pool and great access to the old town. And then if you're looking for something with maybe a few less amenities, you want to have a kitchen to be able to make your meals at home or keep things a little bit simple for you and your family, there's a couple of choices like Homewood Suites and the Residence Inn that are right there on the main drive of Scottsdale Road. We have been keeping busy with activities here at the resort as well as all over Scottsdale. One of the most popular attractions here is Allison West. It was built by Frank Lloyd Wright in 1937 as his winter home and studio, the very famous international architect, and there are public tours of that. A lot of people like to go to Sedona where they're here. It's the Red Rocks. They're about 90 minutes from here, so it's one of the activities that you want to plan a day trip to go to. But of course, everyone hits Old Town. There's galleries, bars, and clubs, restaurants. It seems like every street sort of has a different theme, either galleries, restaurants, little shops. And one place you might want to hit when you're down there is the Rusty Spur Saloon. That's an old cowboy bar that's been there for over 60 years if you really want that Old West feel. There's a Museum of Contemporary Art as well as something really different, the Scottsdale Gun Club, where you can shoot ammo. I love it. Handguns, machine guns. Well, I guess they're not really machine guns. Semi-automatic guns. I have a lot of fun there at the Scottsdale Gun Club. People like their guns here in the West. If you want to go fast, you can hit the Penske Race Museum and see a lot of really cool racing stuff from the past. And I have never seen more boot shops per capita in many places that I visited. I couldn't believe it. It's like every time I turned around, I feel bad we haven't bought a pair of boots. I feel like we should get some more kickers. And, you know, of course, there's golf courses everywhere. Some of the great ones here is the TPC course here that's right in our backyard and the McCormick Ranch, which is just down the street on Scottsdale Road. A lot of other high-rated courses here. It seems there's a lot of people with their golf clubs here golfing. It's beautiful weather for it. After a full day of activities out in the sun, we moved on to one of my favorite activities at night. What's that? Eating. Oh, that's true. We have done a lot of eating here. (laughs) Coming up, we've got an interview with Chef Michael Bowen. He is from Roaring Fork, which was a great restaurant that we ate at. That's true. Up next, our segment on You Gotta Eat. We're going to be talking about local cuisine, some really great food. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade or check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you gotta eat. Next up, you gotta eat. Mmm, good. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. We are here in the beautiful city of Scottsdale, the sunny city of Scottsdale. I'm here with Jeff Griffin, and we are getting to one of my favorite segments. We always talk about gotta eat, because when you're in a new place, there's so many places to eat, lots of local dining, great places to eat Why we're here. you got to eat here because this is the heart of what you think of as traditional southwestern cooking. Yet on top of that, there's so many places that are taking those dishes and putting their own fun twists on them. We've had a lot of great dining experiences here. One of the great experiences we had was last night at Roaring Fork. and It is Roaring Fork. It is. <laughs> my, my mouth was roaring by the time we got out of there. It was spectacular, everything from the drinks to the appetizers to the main course to the dessert was just top of the line. And here to tell us more about it is the Roaring Fork chef, Michael Bowen. 
Welcome, Michael. Hey, Michael. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. How are we doing today? Good. Hey, tell us, there are so many choices when people come here to Scottsdale, and I don't, you know, we want to make sure people understand there's the variety and, and the caliber of dining here in Scottsdale. Can you tell us a little bit about the dining culture here? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of interesting places. You have everything from a good place to eat lunch to fine dining to, you know, in between. Uh, we even have some of the uh, major restaurant chains setting up shop trying to get their own part of the niche. But, uh, you know, the unique thing about Scottsdale is there's so many smaller places that you can go and have a good meal and it's not going to break the bank. Exactly. Tell us a little bit about, we've noticed no matter where we go, there's always some little sort of flair that's kind of a southwestern flair with like lots of green chili and different things. Tell us about the dining in general here and what types of things that are here in the area and what people might want to look for on different menus. I mean, you can get anything from French Southwestern fine dining like Vincent's all the way down to farm-to-table places like Dink's from Kevin Dinkley. You know, if the tastes around the valley or are unique, just they're unlimitless. You can get anything from a burger to a veal chop if you want to. We noticed everybody here likes their prickly pear. Uh, well, you know, it's it's the desert southwest. There's a lot of indigenous uh, ingredients in the desert southwest, and prickly pear just happens to be one of them, and they're also in bloom right now. So uh, that's one of our fresh ingredients that we get down here that's unique to the region. It's kind of funny. I've actually had prickly pear lemonade, prickly pear butter, prickly pear cream cheese, <laughs> a prickly pear margarita. <laughs> So I made sure. It sounds like that's abundant, so I wanted to try it all. So there's lots of prickly pear around. We had an amazing meal last night at Roaring Fork. Started with a green chili that was so great, a green chili with pork in it that had fresh tortillas. Tell us some of the highlights of the menu there and a little bit about Roaring Fork concept and where you guys are coming from. We're named after a river in uh, the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, and uh, we like to refer to ourselves as wood fire cooking. We basically take find quality ingredients that you don't have to do that much more to to make them great anyway, and just improve them a little bit, put our own personal touch, you know, add some chilies to it, add just, you know, some loving care to it. Old world cooking techniques, uh, braising, grilling, use our roots history. We have a wood-fired uh, brick oven that we bring a lot of our entree items out of, you know. Uh, we started about 11 years ago with uh, Chef Robert McGrath. He's a James Beard award-winning chef from this region and you know we just carried it uh, carried on the tradition from there i mean those are big shoes to fill you have to fill a james beard award-winning chef shoes so you have to figure out different ways to innovate well it was really good and jeff's here trying to figure out how he can pack the queso in his suitcase to go home i hope i'm saying that right queso con puerco sort of a cheese sauce with some pork in it and different things that was really kind of a highlight for the appetizers for me and like I said, it's a really simple ingredient. It's really simple dish. I mean, it's just basically cheese, cream, and chilies. And, you know, we put a little bit of the green chili pork on top of it. And there and it you have it. It makes deliciousness, that's for sure. We moved on. You know, I was actually, uh, sometimes I don't order steaks when I go out because I'm looking for something that's a little bit different. And I got there and they were explaining to me how the steaks are cooked. And it has such a unique flavor. Talk a little bit about that. Well, we, we grill our steaks over our uh, over, over pecan wood, and then we finish them with a little sea salt and some uh, whole butter. Now, the unique thing about that, besides all the love that goes into that, is the quality of the meat. Again, we use upper two-thirds choice Angus certi- certified Angus beef from the Midwest, and it's uh, you know it's, it's processed minimally, so it's antibiotic-free. It's, it's just a beautiful piece of meat to begin with. There's lots of marbling in it, and you add that 
cottonwood. It gives it kind of that outdoorsy campfire flavor. No, it really does. If I didn't know better, yeah, I would think that I was sitting at a cowboy ranch and that they were kicking my stick over the fire because it had that flavor to it. Exactly. I mean, sometimes I like to uh, refer to us as Cowboy South too, because, like I like I said, we use a lot of natural wood. I also like that all the sides and everything were served in these sort of mini Dutch ovens, like they'd been <laughs> sitting over pots, the yeah. little mini crock pots. The green chili mac was a standout as well when it came to the sides. Yes, uh, green chili mac. I would like to say it's world famous, but we don't have any restaurants in other countries. There's only three of us, so. Uh, <laughs> It's famous to the region. My kids, every time I come home, they should bring us green chili mac. They should bring us green chili mac. So, you know, it's just a unique take on macaroni and cheese, right down to the color of it. Well, that was kind of what I thought was fun about that, was it was sort of a place where you could go have a traditional steak with that nice smoky taste. But then instead of just uh, regular mac and cheese, like at a traditional steakhouse, you could get this twist on it and kind of have some fun with it. So it was kind of like the tradition with a twist. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things I enjoy about working at the Roaring Fork is, you know, they give us the freedom to uh, put our own little twist on it. We, we, you know, around the region and around the world, I get fresh fish shipments in daily and I just, you know, we take those and we add our own little twist on them also. We also had the duck and the short ribs were amazing. They fell off the bone. They were so, so good. Could eat it with a spoon. Yeah, you really could. <laughs> and everything they were telling us from the rolls that you make to the desserts, everything's made in house and from scratch. We had the Huckleberry bread pudding and we had the Huckleberry Rita and some mojitos, all really fresh and delicious. It's a really unique place to go. We hope when you're in town you might want to check that out. The Roaring Fork. We will have that information on our website at travelbrigade.com on hot sheet for today's show. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you very much for having me. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Check Check out our website, TravelBrigade.com, or follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm my co-host, Jeff Griffin. We are here in the beautiful sun in Scottsdale here at the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess sitting here over the balcony looking at our pool. But I have to tell you, talking about all this food, we have had such an amazing time. Roaring Fork was amazing, as you heard. We've had some really great meals while we've been here. We've been at La Hacienda, which is a Mexican-inspired restaurant here at the Fairmont. They had some great appetizers. We had the lobster tacos and the empanadas. They had some beautiful handmade tableside guacamole. And they also had that really interesting guacamole that was like pomegranate, apple, pine nuts, a totally different twist. They did things like a pistachio mole, kind of taking those traditional Mexican dishes and putting their own little spin on them. I asked several people what we should get when we were going to La Hacienda, and several people mentioned the Carnitas Hacienda, and it's one of the house specialties. It is, is so tender, so delicious, and served with these beautiful little flour tortillas. One thing you've got to do when you go there is you've got to save room at the end for the flaming hot coffees. And we mean flaming, like to the rooftop type flaming. It is a work of performance art. I would have paid to just go watch that. It was so cool. They came over in a cart and they had the cinnamon and the chocolate and they lit it on fire and they kept adding more and these flames were going up to the roof. And then they add tequila and coffee and it's just 
a, a not only a sight to behold, but a just full deliciousness. It was a great dessert. And we also had some beautiful little churros, which were not, I don't know how to explain it. I guess Jeff would say they were not like amusement park churros. They were just so light and airy and they had some beautiful sauces that went with them. All in all, just a, an amazing, delightful meal we had there. And also, if you want something completely different, you want to feel like you're in the middle of the tropics here in the desert. We went to Tommy Bahamas. Now, some of those select places have restaurants, the Tommy Bahamas restaurants, and they are like an island oasis in the middle of the desert here in Scottsdale. We were having fish and shrimp and all these island specialties that were just absolutely delicious. The macadamia nut goat cheese, the coconut shrimp. I have to highlight the coconut shrimp. It's one of those things where there's a thousand places that make it and maybe 10% of them do a good job. And this was, I have to say, the best coconut shrimp I've ever had. They were soaked in coconut milk and they just were really excellent. We actually got this trio tower for appetizers. It was so good. That's for the island hopper. Yeah, it's a secret off the menu thing. And we got Mai Tais. And I had a really interesting, a fish Reuben. Yes. They took the Reuben sandwich and they put this delicious uh, layer of grilled fish on it. Loved it. And we had to end with a pina colada cake and a key lime pie, both amazing and different and very different than a lot of the Southwest cuisine that you'll have here. It really does kind of feel like you're in this little tropical escape. Another place that is really well known here is the Tortilla Factory that's downtown and they've got this beautiful outdoor section that you can dine in. Everything's made from scratch. Great tortillas. The tortillas made from scratch but yes the outdoor dining is just really cool. It's got lights everywhere and it sits outside right in the middle of Old Town and then a couple other places We're in the philosophy that lines don't lie. We came here, there was a couple of lunches that we didn't have planned out, and we thought we would just kind of go and see where people were, see where the lines were. And both two days in a row, we saw huge lines at a place, simple name, cold beers and cheeseburgers. It was always full. It is what it says. (laughs) Exactly. Get a cheeseburger and a beer, you can't go wrong. And then this other place that was really interesting called Hop Dotty. Yeah, they've got stuff like the Janice Joplin burger. Yeah, that was one of their specials. Or shakes made with chocolate Nutella and pretzels. I know. Just really, really kind of gourmet burgers. But again, we were there a couple of days trying to find a place to eat, and the lines were just, you know, massive. And so we decided we would try it out. We follow the people. We we believe in the, the rights of the people to pick the right restaurant. With all that eating, we need to get some fitness in. (laughs) So, coming up, we're going to interview Brennan Evans with the Willow Stream Spa. That's true. There's so many spas here in town. Willow Stream is one of them. And we're going to talk about the spas here in Scottsdale, how they became sort of synonymous with the relaxation here and enjoying yourself while you're in town. Coming up next, we'll have an interview with Brennan Evans from Willow Stream Spa. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin, or should I say my co-host, the beautiful son of Scottsdale. Yes, you cannot escape the sun here. Thank goodness. I know. It's amazing. And not do I like the sun. I love the sun. But what's kind of my favorite part of this show I'm so excited to talk about is the spas here. There are two reasons to get out of the sun. One, it it goes down every evening. Two, go from relaxing by the pool to being even more relaxed in a spa. I know. It's sort of like when you get a giant burger and they say, do you want bacon on that too? And you're like, yeah, that's, it's kind of like that. (laughs) 
if I can use a, an Do analogy. Do they serve bacon burgers in the spa? I think they're. <laughs> I, I don't. I think the analogy is a little too far. Too too to cholesterol intake there. But we have had so much fun here at the spa. It's been a relaxing time. I joked with the people here at Fairmont that they're making it difficult for us to do our other work, which is we do actually have to leave here at some time. Here to tell us more about Willow Stream Spa is Brennan Evans, the director of the spa. Welcome, Brennan. There are so many beautiful spas here in Scottsdale. I mean, you mentioned the word Scottsdale and spa and golf and some of these other great things just come to mind. There is such a huge spa culture here. There's everything from day spas to resort spas. Tell us a little bit about the spa culture here and how it's such a big part of Scottsdale and some of the things that people can expect when they come here to visit. Well, first, let me start by saying thank you for having me on. It's great to meet both of you. And of course, I'm very selfish and happy to talk about spa and spa culture. So to answer your question, the reality as you were speaking to with this being such a beautiful place and so sunny and nice year round that uh, you do have this culture of spas that have popped up really all over the place. We're fortunate to be in what we would consider the luxury segment of spa and wellness. But when you come to the Scottsdale area, you are going to see a wide variety to appeal to a wide audience from your day spa experience, which is a little more uh, repeat customer coming in very regularly, coming in, getting their service and leaving. And then something more along the lines of what we're offering here is more of a destination luxury experience that is combined with a full wellness component here, which is really what we think is a great point of differentiation and where we really see the spa industry heading, which is headed in a direction of educating the consumer on the full wellness spectrum of health and spa. So it's not just spa, it's really what is the benefit of that spa experience you're receiving when you come here? I've noticed too here on your menu, we've actually been in a lot of spas all over the world and, and really the feeling I got here when we came to Willow Stream was that it was not that there's not some beauty components, but there's much more about health, taking care of yourself and learning about ways to take care of yourself. And I definitely noticed the difference here on the menu as well as the environment that's here. Yes, you're absolutely right. What We, we made a conscious decision uh, as a company about a year ago to really fully embrace the whole wellness spectrum. So uh, you're accurate in your assessment. It's a beautiful facility. One of the things about Fairmont is that they like to be regionally authentic to their locale. So you'll really see a lot of those natural elements of the Southwest repeated throughout the spa experience here, a lot of light, a lot of natural stone. And you'll also see a lot of authentically local treatments utilizing products that are indigenous to this area and unique treatments that you wouldn't necessarily receive anywhere else. So along with that luxury and that relaxing environment, we embrace the whole concept of fully educating folks, which means we have a wide variety of experiences on our menu, ranging from working with an exercise physiologist to develop a fitness routine to start off your year, or possibly meet with a nutritionist to develop an eating plan to help you engage in a healthier approach to your diet and exercise. Also, possibly acupuncture. You know, the benefits of acupuncture are really amazing from helping you with sleep, helping you with stress reduction, helping you with joint pain. And then you, of course, still have all of the beautiful luxury components that we offer. And on top of all of that, the great fitness classes that we brought on board. We decided that it was really important to bring in a wide variety of unique on-trend classes, not necessarily fads, but on-trend and give people the opportunity to experience classes in a really comfortable professional setting and experience things that they might not be able to experience anywhere else, like our rip surfer class or our aerial hammock yoga class. 
I was going to say when we walked in and we saw people hanging from the ceiling. We thought we'd we, come to Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> we were like, hey, what is this? And, and then, I have to admit, I was a little nervous to try. I think it feels or looks a little intimidating when you see it on a piece of paper or see them hanging up there. But when you actually watch it, the instructor is so gentle and really explains it step by step. And I thought it was really an amazing thing. They do a yoga and a dance class. And then we were walking down the hall and saw some surfboards and started inquiring about that. And there's a sort of a similar. like, wait, we're in a surf, desert. What's going on? <laughs> But no, I think that's important that everybody I've worked with here, they're very open to working with you at your level and helping you adjust at your level. And I also think, too, Jeff did a personal training session. That was really neat. Again, at your level. <laughs> he was willing to come down <laughs> quite low and say, okay, we're, we're, we're starting from scratch here. Nutrition was a little hard. We were talking about, we were just talking about bacon, and yeah, yeah and that's kind of a difficult thing for uh, been, Jeff to give up. have been eating but. at La Hacienda and yeah. Roaring Fork and all these places we've talked about in the last but I mean I really felt like I I think for you that could have been an intimidating experience not having that before and I saw him right afterwards because I wasn't really sure how it was going to go and he seemed really happy yeah a lot of great plans you know we had some other treatments here too I had a salt scrub from some beautiful salt from here from the desert and that was really amazing but I think it's just one of the places that you sit and you can really enjoy you don't have to worry about the clock there's just so many you know really nice relaxing places to be here in the spa so many things to do tell us a little bit about just the amenities itself. I mean, there's whirlpools, there's a waterfall. Tell us different things here that people can enjoy when they're here at the spa. When people come to Will and Dean at Willow Stream Spa, there is a wide variety of things that they can do. And that's why I think you find that people do find themselves luxuriating throughout the facility and spending maybe more time than they thought they would. Um, It's not really just your in and out experience. We're situated on 44,000 square feet. The spa itself is three stories. We have a beautiful open air rooftop pool on the top floor and a beautiful waterfall experience that culminates down into our grotto waterfall, co-ed grotto waterfall. And that's an area where it's a jacuzzi-like temperature water and the sheets of water spill down in different intensities to provide both a pre or post treatment self-massage to really allow your muscles and yourself to relax and enjoy the benefits of the treatments you're receiving. Uh, We also have beautifully appointed men's and women's spas with cold plunges, steam rooms, saunas, inhalation rooms, Swiss showers, and then a full complement of amenities. So you really don't need to bring anything but your swimsuit. And then you're really taken care, well taken care of once you're here in the spa. We do have, uh, we don't have necessarily cheeseburgers with bacon, but we have a beautiful spa cuisine menu that we actually partnered with our nutritionist on staff and our executive chef to develop a menu that is both healthy and smart and nicely sized portions. So it's not, it's not hugely restrictive. It's full of taste, full of flavor. And that's a big part of our spa experience as well. And introducing people to the fact that you can eat healthy and still have a lot of variety and a lot of taste in what you're experiencing. One other thing that I did want to mention is that our property is really well known as being a family-oriented experience. So a great thing about the spa, and you mentioned La Hacienda or say like Bourbon Steak, we know that people are coming here to have a variety of experiences. So our expectation isn't that you're going to come and stop eating red meat or stop drinking that beautiful tequila uh, flight from the tequila goddess, uh, the reality is that we want people to be educated and understand that everything in moderation is really the answer to a healthy lifestyle. And it's a great place where you can feel confident with your kids going off and doing something with our adventure camp. You can have maybe your spouse playing tennis or playing golf, and then you can spend time focused on yourself and a wellness spa experience here in the spa. 
like we said before, you're making it extremely difficult for us to leave. We unfortunately have a flight to catch today, so we will be departing with sorrow, sorrow. And we've had such a great time here at Willow Stream. We will have information about Willow Stream, the spa, spa services on our hot sheet for today's show. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, travelbrigade.com, or follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin. Starting to become a little sad. A little sad or a little cold? Well, sad because we have a flight out this afternoon. Thinking about cold because I know we're going back to cold weather. The sun has been beautiful the last few days. We were just talking about spas. That's another just I don't get that at home. We don't go to the spa when we're at home. You go when you're on vacation. Speaking of which, there's a couple of other spas that we checked out while we were in town. One at the Hyatt Regency Scottsdale Resort. And the W, of course, has Bliss Spa, which is always kind of a fun place. They always do this really kind of fun thing at the W where they call like the lobby, the living room. Well, that's no different when they go to the Bliss Spa. It's got some really unique treatments there, especially for the men folk like the Man Cure. And the soul man pedicure. I'm a soul man. Thank God those feet have gotten looked at. So (laughs) they are taken care of now. There's many spas here in town. Of course, we've been spending our time here at Willow Stream Spa. It's been such a great experience. Relaxing, enjoying ourselves, steaming, saunaing, enjoying the prickly pear lemonade. And of course, the little treats they put out. That's always a nice touch. Well, it has come to that time when... Yeah, we unfortunately have to go catch a flight. And before we do, we need to come up with our three best that we loved about Scottsdale for he said, she said. As always, she said goes first. It's true. It's always a difficult choice, but I'm going to go with my number three, which is the Old Town. It is such a cute area. It's really kind of this old little Western town. There's so many new and modern things in certain parts of Scottsdale. And then this Old Town is just so great. There's different streets. One has tons of art galleries, one with restaurants, one with sort of hodgepodge. But it's really just a cute place to get out, walk around. There's bars, restaurants, all sorts of fun there in Old Town. My number three was the variety of things to do here. It's true. Lots of fun things that we wouldn't have thought about. I mean, you can be going golfing. The gun club. You can go to the gun club. You can go... A little Frank you, Lloyd Wright. Check out some great architecture. If you want to get outdoors in these beautiful mountains around here or desert landscapes, if you want that sort of downtown experience, the old town has it. So a lot of different things to do. You can just kind of pick where you want to go and, and they've got it. My number two, we just talked about it, spending a couple days at the Willow Stream Spa. Best experience ever. Best amenities. Best treatments. Overall, great place. We had lunch there. Loved it. Just wish I would have tried that Cirque du Soleil yoga right there hanging on the thing. I'm going to have to go back now. My number two was the flaming coffee at La Hacienda. I would call it a dessert dish, except I'd rather call it performance art. 
Now, we do have pictures that we show with the show, but I actually took a video of the Flaming Coffee. I'm going to see if I can get that to work there for you. That was really fun and delicious, not to mention. My number one, sitting by the pool in the middle of winter. I mean, there's ice storms going on. It's the middle of winter. We live in a winter destination, and here I am having a margarita by the pool. That is my number one. Yeah, my number one made an appearance from about 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, and that was the sun, and he was out there, and he did not disappoint. (laughs) He delivered every single day of this trip. No, it was beautiful. Great destination. Their high season is sometime, they said, between December and March, and, you know, it is some hot months in the summer, but it's also very enjoyable, especially if you're by the pool or enjoying yourself at the resort. Scottsdale, a very fun place. I'm glad we got to visit. We will be back next week with another great travel destination for you. In the meantime, please remember that there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, join us next week. See you next week. Enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.